0: Hey everyone, I'm JR, and this is one of Mike's mini history lessons. Alvin York's entire unit was all but dead, including his commanding officer. Alvin was standing out in the open looking at a force of over 100 German soldiers, The Germans were armed with 32 machine guns, rifles, pistols, and they had the high ground. Alvin had his rifle and his pistol. But for Alvin, that was enough. The surviving members of his unit were guarding the prisoners they had captured well removed from the fighting. So Alvin York, with no time to run for cover, and over a hundred German soldiers bearing down on him, did the only thing he could do. He started shooting. When a German soldier started shooting at him, Alvin York shot back, picking them off one by one. But Alvin's ammo was limited, and now, a group of German soldiers had started rushing him with their bayonets from about 25 yards away. So Alvin pulled out his pistol and began to shoot and kill the charging soldiers. Not only that, but he shot the ones in the back first so that the ones up front wouldn't know they had no backup. Now Alvin York is a badass. Make no mistake about it he killed a lot of men. But while all of this was happening, and all of these men were dying around him, Alvin York continued to call out repeatedly, telling the Germans they can surrender at any time, and that he didn't want to kill any more than he had to. At this point, while York was busy taking out more of the German machine gunners who were firing on him, the German commander decided he was done seeing his boys being killed. He was clearly facing the Angel of Death himself, so he convinced the remaining 100 or so Germans of his company to surrender. York was now in the precarious position of having over 100 German soldiers being held prisoner by 8 or 9 of his remaining men. And worse, since all of this had happened behind enemy lines, the German front line was between him and the Allies. So now, all Alvin had to accomplish was getting back from behind enemy lines with over 100 prisoners that outnumbered them more than 10 to 1. But since Alvin captured most of these men pretty much single-handedly, this was not a problem. And by the time he got through the German front, they took a few more prisoners in the process, bringing the total prisoner count to 132 German soldiers. A lot of history lessons leave out the sad parts that come after something heroic, like the hero dying in some not-so-heroic scenario to preserve the historical value of the tale. But that is not the case here, because this story actually has a happy ending. York survived World War I, and fathered six sons and two daughters, and founded a public high school in Tennessee, which is still around today, and is known for its academic excellence. It's also the only school in the country that is financed and operated by the state and government. When World War II came around, not to be one to run from a fight, Alvin tried to re-enlist in the infantry, but was denied due to his age, crazy considering he was probably still twice the soldier as half the enlisted men. But, denied nonetheless, he instead convinced the state of Tennessee that they needed a reserve force at home, and so Alvin founded the Tennessee State Guard in which he served as a colonel. He later died, at the age of 76, leaving behind many legacies the most famous of which was being the biggest badass the infantry had ever seen. Or at least, that's the lesson you would get if Mike was your history teacher.